Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. This is the Business Day Spotlight, your destination for African business made simple. My name is Mbriwa Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail. And for today, we do get into a fascinating discussion. Last week, we were trying to preview what we were going to be seeing around Black Friday. For today, we're now looking back at Black Friday because there's already been um, a number of indications into what has actually happened over that uh, over that uh, retail weekend so now we want to see uh, what happened on the ground and uh, just taking it from the view of uh, one of the large uh, financial institutions that is absa uh, because last week we were looking at it from a buy now pay later perspective you know to say what is that going to do for um, e-commerce for uh, black friday sales that type of thing we also spoke to some uh, some guys in terms of logistics uh, for e-commerce last week as well so now it's great to you know then look back and see what's actually happened and to help us to shed some light onto that from an absa point of view we are joined by cp alexander uh, who is uh, the head of card issuing over at uh, absa everyday banking cp greetings to you today Thank you. Hello, Mudiwan. Hello to the to the listeners. Looking forward to today's conversation. Now, most certainly, and thank you so much uh, for taking your time to be with us uh, right now. Before we get into, I guess, some of the data, you know, a lot is said about, uh, you know, your Black Fridays. A lot is said about, you know, these types of uh, retail events and holidays. Uh, from, uh, from uh, I guess, a retail banking point of view, does, does it translate, you know, in the same way that, you know, uh, from a consumer point of view, there's a lot of hype um, around, you know, your Black Fridays. But from a retail banking point of view, is the, is is there equally that much hype, or is it just another day, another weekend, um, you know, in the world of financial services? Thanks, thanks. Um, a great, great question. I can confirm it's certainly not just another weekend, <laughs> and I can confirm also, like many of you know, the retailers and the business owners out there, that as bankers as well, we don't get much sleep. Um, the process actually starts well before Black Friday, um, you know, to give you some some context uh, where we, we plan in our war rooms to ensure that, you know, the massive increase in transactional volume, you know, online, uh, you know, at a point of sales, etc., and the, the different uh, uh, channels from a banking perspective, we need to make sure that they're all working, that, you know, um, you know, that there's always backup, you know, uh, options, etc. Um, you know, and that all of those elements work. And, you know, being a 24-7 business that, you know, we're able to do that, um, you know, within that period. And then secondly, also, because we know that our customers, um, you know, would also be, you know, quite excited about the day. We also, you know, see how we can support them with, you know, great deals on rewards, um, etc. So there's quite a lot of planning that goes um, into it. And and finally, uh, I think also from a business perspective, it, it does give a sense of, um, you know, what's going on out there in the economy as well. Um, and, you know, there's certain, you know, trends certainly we've seen pre-COVID, you know, obviously there's a COVID impact and post that, that we also keep you know, a close eye on to, to you know, that gives a sense in terms of the data we get from there in terms of where, where things are going trend-wise. So 
certainly a very important uh, uh, time for us. Um, and, you know, obviously this week is where we reflect, uh, look at the stats, so great time to, to be discussing this, yeah. I like the fact that uh, we are using the word reflect because it is, you know, a good time to look at what's happened. And also you you said war room and I can imagine, you know, uh, the type of uh, dashboards, the type of data that you're looking at and the, and the type of real time information uh, that uh, you guys will probably had access to. Uh, maybe you could shed some light, you know, for us, you know, I have things that I'm curious about, but, you know, we'll let you lead this one in terms of what stood out for you or anything uh, that you want to highlight in terms of what happened on Black Friday? Okay. No, so thanks. Firstly, you know, what was good is that from a technical perspective, things went, you know, quite smooth. <laughs> so, you know, we were quite, uh, uh, you know, that was good to, to certainly see that's always something you look out for. Um, you know, we're also obviously on the lookout for, uh, you know, to ensure that customers aren't impacted by fraud or any sort of bad actors. So, um, you know, it's, it was good to see that, you know, go quite well. In terms of new trends, though, um, and certainly something that we were looking to see how effective this would be is that we did pick up, you know, as we, you know, conversations with merchants and just as we looked at the environment that there was quite a bit of um, opportunity for consumers to get access to good deals. But, you know, um, I'd call them really early bird specials. So from 12 midnight, um, you know, onwards. Um, and and uh, um, so, you know, that was the first thing that we were tracking. And, you know, there was a significant uptick of the, the sort of online and e-commerce. That was up, you know, over 150%. Um, you know, sort of year on year. So significant number of customers now, you know, logging on, um, going on to the websites, looking for the deals, looking for opportunities and and getting access to early bird uh, deals. So that was um, interesting to see. And, you know, going all the way up until 8 or 9 a.m., um, you know, it was interesting to see cardholders, uh, one cardholder get deals up to 400,000 rands. Uh, so certainly um, <laughs> some new trends, um, you know, uh, coming through there. As we, you know, proceeded throughout the day, it was also very clear that online and e-commerce was a, was a big winner, if I put it that way. Um, and that spend, you know, was was up um, quite significantly, uh, you know, year on year by about uh, 26%. Uh, uh, coming off 20% uh, the year before, um, and also coming off, you know, that I would say it's a trend that significantly spiked in 2020. So um, if you recall, and you take your mind back then, you know, to that time, there was a lot of, um, you know, uh, lockdown, etc. customers not able to go out. So a lot of retailers shifted online, some that had no online presence, um, you know, started to create, you know, online, the big grocery retailers, for example, really punting, um, you know, shopping for groceries online. So that trend started there, but it certainly is, has continued um, to follow through. And then finally on the day, uh, um, you know, cash, I would say, was almost the, the big loser if I was, you know, to, um, to, to put it, you know, that way in that we did see, um, reductions in 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 cash usage or or withdrawals um, from that perspective, but it's it's not necessarily you know um, 
should I say, a bad story because with increased take-up in EFT, with increased take-up in card, with growing confidence in consumers to, you know, use online um, and and 3D secure as a as a shopping experience, um, you certainly find that you know overall um, we then have seen growth, um, you know, in the market. So I would I would sort of say that you know looking at the dashboard in the war room, those were certainly. Uh, um, you know, some of the the um, elements that popped out in terms of trends. Um, and then when we're now thinking about those trends, um, it's very interesting to note, you know, like you said, that cash was, you know, probably one of the bigger losers um, from this Black Friday because I know there's been a huge concerted effort, um, you know, to try and uh, to try and increase uh, cashless uh, cashless transactions um, in the country from you know from the industry as a whole you know owing to increased online you know usage but also just at the same time the convenience uh, that comes with contactless payments um, and the like so great to see and hear you know some of that progress uh, my biggest gripe is still with the car guards that somehow some way you know we we, we need to we need to we need to find a way to get um you know these guys to 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 have uh you know cash this because we're actually having this conversation just the other day uh with some of my friends to say that one of the only reasons that most of us keep cash uh, at least if you're in the city, I'm in Johannesburg, is, you know, parking-related issues. Uh, of That's usually the only thing uh, that, uh, that people are using, um, that people are using cash for. So from what you, can gui- from what you guys can see on the data, um, you're talking quite a bit about the, the specials uh, that people were taking advantage of and sort of walking us through how that day went. What were people buying? I think this is this is one of the big questions uh, that people tend to have. You know, was it fashion? Was it gadgets? Um, yeah, because it seems at this point like everyone was doing a Black Friday special of some sort. Um, you know, from your electronics people to your FMCG, you know, type of uh, you know um, retailers to groceries. Anyone who has a price tag on something uh, was saying that we've reduced prices. But from what you can see, uh, what were you know who are the winners or losers on that front? Thanks. Yeah. So so you know in terms of uh, you know what people were buying, I think everybody, like you said, was um, involved. Even as a bank, we were out there with you know up to sixty percent. You know, in terms of of rewards that we were giving to. Uh, you know, back to to uh, um, you know our our customers. Um, so you know that was also significant. But if I look at you know trends there, um, we we I would say that there was an overall increase across all categories. Um, we did see some good spikes as well in in categories that have not seen um, I guess as much. Um, you know, because of COVID. So travel in particular um, was big. Yeah. Entertainment also was quite big. But the biggest winner, I would say, the, you know, from what we could see was groceries. Um, so, you know, whilst, you know, uh, consumers did look, um, you know, to spoil themselves with the odd luxury, I, I don't think, you know, we still do have the fact that, 
you know, a day before this, um, you know, we had an announcement on an increase in interest rates, um, you know, <laughs> so, so, and, you know, we do know that, you know, the consumers are, are under pressure. So we began, that was a trend that we started seeing um, from COVID, um, but it was quite uh, a, um, you know, it, it grew quite significantly this year as well. Uh, we do think that this could also have been impacted by the fact that the 25th is a is you know the biggest one of the biggest paydays out there, so it just happened to you know transpire on that day, and a lot of consumers would have obviously gone out and looked for value, um, as anyone would. I'm, I'm sure you you would uh, were looking for it too on the day. Um, so you know we did see that groceries. I would say. Um, in terms of that uplift, uh, significant amount of increase in spend there. Actually, uh, before you go on, uh, it's an interesting point that you're bringing up because well, I remember uh, when I was chatting to someone else and you know we were asking ourselves um, just because you start hearing reports and the data um, from the people that are delivering things, from some of the payments providers, all of these increases to say how do you distinguish between uh, whether what happened on Friday uh, and through the through the weekend was more your Black Friday effect or more just the um, your typical you know uh, payday you know type of expenditure that's normally experienced. Mm. Yeah, no. So that was something we we tracked quite um, specifically. You know, if you look. Uh, um, Black Friday, you know, before that, it was, you know, sort of the day before the big payday. Um, so so I do I do think that there's, you know, there is a, certainly an element of impact, you know, that you would have there. And that's, you know, specifically why, you know, I mentioned it. Um, but also, you know, on groceries, that's why I also made mention of that as well, that, um, you know, you would find that, uh, there would be certain benefits in that discretionary or, or available spending that, you know, is there for me to to make. You know, if I can get a good deal whilst doing it, certainly that's what you can see. Um, people went out and, you know, took full advantage of that. All right. So outside of uh, the groceries and, you know, some of... Uh I guess the value-added spend or the looking for the deals that people um, were doing in terms of, uh, you know, it's it's payday, but it's also Black Friday. You know, let me maximize. You know, outside of that, what other categories uh, stood out in terms of uh, winning on the day? Yeah. So you certainly saw, um, you know, increases, um, you know, with the big online uh, retailers, um you have some significant uh, increase so like i said we whilst we would have seen 26 percent um you know overall you can imagine that from uh you know acquiring of transactions that you know you'd see amplified you know um uh, across the board that was certainly um you know a big uh, uh, trend you know that we saw as i said before travel we saw a specific spike in travel. So clearly, you know, individuals taking the opportunity to book travel, not just, um, you know, sort of ad hoc, but also as we move towards the end of the year, um, we saw quite a bit of, um, you know, transactional volume uh, go there. And we usually also um, track uh, on the day. You usually find that it starts, you know, with um, quite a bit of... Um, 
uh, if I look between uh, you know um, COVID 2020 to now, where it started with retailers opening earlier in the day, right? Long lines and long, long queues. Um, and then late in the day, you know, that you saw us, you see a spike in restaurant spend as, you know, tired shoppers go and uh, kind of refresh. We saw a bit of a different uh, trend this year with um, shopping online commencing far earlier um, and also people shopping from home. So clearly you could see that work from home um, element as well. Um, but, you know, you did, um, you know, there's clearly still a pocket of individuals who, you know, still do, you know, the, um, you know, point of sale, which was still up significantly at 20 percent. And, you know, from kind of three to four in the afternoon, you see the spikes, the restaurants, that's where, you know, it's their time, uh, you know, <laughs> to participate in the Black yeah. Friday joy. And, you know, that goes on, uh, you know, till well into the into the evening. So, yeah, it was interesting, guess, I guess, to see the, the, the impact of online in particular mm. and the times at which, um, you know, people, you know, began. You know, what's, what's, I think what's most fascinating about talking to people, you know, such as yourself and especially um, given the pool of data that you're drawing from is just how much people are interacting online. You know, you guys are seeing it from uh, the online activity versus uh, the in-store activity, etc. But despite all of the increases that we're talking about, 26% year on year from an APSA point of view, notwithstanding what's going on in the broader industry, is just the fact that at the end of the day, the online retail pie is still a tiny fraction of, I guess, the total, you know, that's going on in the economy. So one day uh, when uh, online retail and e-commerce reaches that critical mass, uh, one can only imagine the level of transactions that's going to be flowing through, um, you know, some of these uh, some of these online platforms. Yeah, no, I think you, you raise a, a valid point. I mean, if you look at the, you know, and uh, what has happened over the years and cash usage, um, you know, sort of falling. We obviously have checks that used to be there and is no longer there. Um, cards, be, you know, becoming quite mature um, and online shopping becoming more um, secure. COVID, you know, landing the, the trend in terms of customers shopping online and gaining trust in shopping online. Um, I think it's also, you know, going to be interesting to see as we cast our minds forward to, you know, rapid payments and, and you know, what is coming through from that perspective as well. Um, you know, that as we continue to, you know, decash and you see more and more um, forms of, of payment, I think that online is going to significantly see, um, you know, growth as you know we kind of mature on to other opportunities internet of things etc and you know as those you know opportunities expand um it's also a good time i guess for for merchants as well from that perspective in that they have multiple channels now from which you know you can source uh business and and source opportunities as well so an exciting time um you know for payments hence uh, you know, like I said before, why we have war rooms and are quite <laughs> excited about all of this. <laughs> no, most certainly. And I think that brings us nicely um, as we're rounding up the discussion to the point, you know, where, pre where, where, where we probably were building up to, uh, to get a sense of how much 
if you can share in any way how much was spent on the day or any indications uh, just around uh, the level of transaction that happened on the day, at least uh, from uh, from your point of view. Yeah, thanks. So, so yeah, quite, uh, um, like I say, an exciting time. And, you know, if you think once again of, to give you a sense of the level of transactional volume, you know, that, that goes through. So I said the overall spend was up, you know, 20%. And that's just looking, you know, uh, at card. Um, you know, we had 127 transactions being approved per second. Wow. Um, that is a significant amount. And that's up from 93 in 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 2021 um you know from from that uh, um you know perspective so significant you know um volumes that um would have have gone through um through the different uh, uh, channels and um you know it's it's uh, you know obviously the the focus like i say is on ensuring that you know those transactions are done and you know are uh, approved you know within seconds as well and that you know customers uh um you know from a spend perspective are 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 protected um so yeah quite a bit of uh, you know volume that would have uh, um gone through from that perspective all right so as we before we let you go uh cp uh, now that uh, we understand the level of transaction i think you said 127 um you know transactions per second that were being uh, that were running through the system uh, i'm just trying to extrapolate that you know per minute per hour you know for the whole day uh, you know millions you know uh, that that were going through uh, the system on that end what types of conclusions you know uh black friday is just a day it's just a day for some people it's a weekend but what type of conclusions you know within the bigger picture uh does what you uh, what you what you observed um you know during those couple of days you know can we draw for something like that um and also you know i guess alluding to uh the channels you know within the bank that were you know that were driving transactions Thanks. So yeah, in terms of conclusions, I mean, if if I and I'll, I'll I'll give a sense of you know what we saw during during COVID, um, you know, we saw a significant drop in spend, um, you know, in in uh, the day from a Black Friday perspective, you know, we've certainly have have recovered that, and then some. So we we tend to look at um, you know especially from payments perspective, we do look at or benchmark. 2019 pre-COVID um, as an important point to to you know sort of assess where are we in the direction we're moving from. So if I, I or towards if I was to look at it from that perspective, we certainly have seen growth um, that has come out post 2019. So we're above that level of spend. Um, and if I look at you know sort of average transaction volumes as well, so you know we looking at. Uh, just below 600 rand, 598 rand was the average in Black Friday, and we pretty much back up to that level, um, you know, now. Um, whereas, you know, on average, it would be about 470 on, you know, your average Friday. So you can see there's an uplift. Um, but in COVID, during COVID, we saw that number drop um, quite a bit uh, as well. So it certainly gives a sense that. There's, you know, the consumer is under pressure, 
but the consumer still is looking for you know opportunity um you know that the day uh, provides so still a very relevant uh, day and you know we're also seeing obviously an increase uh, you know back to that pre covid level um you know in terms of of uh, the consumer appetite um on the day um and then finally the shift to online um and the movement away from cash these are certainly you know trends that are quite well embedded now um you know from a from a spending uh, um behavior perspective so that's been it. Very fascinating conversation. I think uh, the overall theme um, of a discussion like this, if we're going to take take a step back and look at it within the bigger context, um, is the tension uh, that is being highlighted by CP around uh, the pressure that consumers continue to be under, but uh, at the same time, a story um, of a recovery as well. You know, these two things are in tension. They are walking somehow. These two things are walking together. Together and uh, and are reflected in some of the transaction figures and data that are you know that are being seen. Uh, the consumer being under pressure, but still looking for value, still looking for opportunities, and uh, where businesses have been able to offer that um, that is now being reflected in the uplift uh, that is being seen um, in the numbers uh, that uh, you know apps are seeing on their end. And then at the same time, uh, you know, sort of showing the fact that uh, there is a lot to to, you know, speak about and to be gained um, from, you know, some of these uh, retail experiences. It's easy to say um, that uh, it's a lot of hype, but uh, from an economy point of view, it's actually driving, you know, a lot of uh, value and transaction through the economy. And, uh, you know, hopefully that lends itself to that wider recovery, um, you know, in the economy. Perhaps the most encouraging thing is to say that, you know, some of uh, the spend uh, that CP was highlighting has come, has gone back. Uh, benchmarking on those 2019 figures uh, come back to, you know, where things were um, pre-COVID, you know, sort of showing the fact that um, as bad as things are at the moment, there is a movement, you know, towards, uh, you know, towards um, the, the some of that positivity so always great to see that happening uh, it will be interesting to you know get cp back uh, maybe in january you know to have a similar conversation to see if uh, um, because I think it, it's a very, it must be a very interesting time to be tracking payments and spend uh, because you have uh, Black Friday, but immediately after that, you get into festive season. And, uh, you know, festive season, people, you know, spend on anything and everything, you know. So uh, it might be interesting to get CP back in uh, just to understand what's been going on on that front. So that's been it. We were in conversation with uh, CP Alexander, who is the head uh, for card issuing over at APSA every day banking. Sibi, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Madira, and thanks to the listeners. And that's been it for this edition of the Business Day Spotlight. Remember that you can find our latest podcast on Business Live. That's under the podcast Business Day Spotlight tab on Twitter. We're hashtag BD Spotlight. And remember that you can review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, or wherever you choose to get your pods casted. Thank you to our amazing team. Our producer is Paige Muller. I've been Mudio Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail. And this has been another edition of the Business Day Spotlight. 
which is a multimedia live production. So for myself and the rest of the team, it is a good evening, good afternoon, and good morning.